0: Helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 Weekdays on Vision Christian Radio. Vision 180. Live different. Different. We are joined by the amazing Ellie Limebear all the way from the UK. How are you, Ellie? So good, thank you, Mel. Yeah, doing so good. Just woken up fresh. Fresh out of bed. <laughs> Fresh, ready to face the day. Absolutely. What do you got on today?
1: Today, I'm actually doing a bit of writing with my dad, which will be fun. Oh, fun. fun. I know, we haven't done that in a while. So we've booked it in, we're having lunch together, and then we're going to write some songs. So who knows what will happen. Oh, <laughs> some
0: new music, hopefully. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. You never know. So tell us about 2020. It's a pretty rough year for most people um, and especially people in the music or the arts industry. What was it like for you, like in the UK, and how did COVID affect you personally?
1: Yeah, it's been crazy, hasn't it, really, for all of us. We've all had to pivot and change and adapt. And I think for us, um, for us personally, we were on tour um, in America in March time and we were planning to be on tour and do different events from May until, sorry, March until May 2020 and kind of, yeah, do loads of things and then we literally were four shows in <laughs> and everything got cancelled, everything, one by one, everything was gone by the diary, like from the diary. So it was pretty chaotic actually. We had to quickly get back to Nashville where all of our stuff is, that's normally our base and then, I don't know if you remember now, but around that time when everything was kicking off, everyone was kind of assuming that it would be like, oh, it's going to be like three weeks. It'll just blow up. Oh, yeah. Well, we thought, oh, we'll just have a
0: few weeks off work. This is really fun. It was kind of like a novelty. Like, we get yeah. to stay home. We don't have to go to work.
1: Totally. And so we were like, well, why don't we just stay in Asheville for a bit? And then I'm sure stuff will, you know, come back open again, blah, blah, blah. But then it got, we were there for like two more weeks and like, oh, the UK is, like, shutting down. We should get home. So we literally got the last flight home. We landed landed home, landed in London, and then um, our Prime Minister literally did, like, the lockdown talk, like, as we landed. So we literally got in, managed to drive home to our our flat, our apartment here in Brighton, and then we were, like, locked down <laughs> until the summer, really. Like, it's been pretty... Um, full on here in the UK like we're still not allowed to leave our homes unless you're getting groceries or you're going for a walk with one person. Really? Still now? Yeah Yeah, still now. Wow It's still pretty chaotic the summer opened up, you're allowed to go on holiday and for Christmas you're allowed to spend one day with family and stuff like that but then you know cases went up again blah blah blah, so lockdown. So for us All of our work went, everything, you know, events, music. That my husband also works um, with me, he's my manager. So for both of us, it was like, you know, gone, (laughs) everything was gone. We didn't have that's so brutal. Another job that we were like hanging on and just like, oh, at least we've got that. It was kind of like, oh my goodness, we are really um, out in the open here. But do you know what? We were so grateful to have time at home because we have traveled so much in our marriage you know we've been married for three years and the longest time we'd be at home was maybe like three weeks so, <laughs> really wow <Well. laughs> yeah it was pretty intense so I think for us it felt almost like our honeymoon again of just like getting to be together all the time um And, you know, kicking in our home using like our utensils, (laughs) you know, and just sitting in our garden and all these things, all the jobs that we need to do at home as well. There's so many little things that we've never got around to do. So I think for us, it was those first chunk of months was actually so special and just like rest, deep rest, just, you know, reading a ton and painting and doing the things that we love and just sitting and listening to birds in the garden. And then it got to the point where we're like, we would like to do something now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, it's all
0: fun for a little yeah. while and then you're kind of like,
1: okay, so what's next? <laughs> yeah. So, like, we want a project. Give us a project, Lord. Like, what yeah. do you want us to do? So we actually started a little gift box company called Brighton in a Box oh. um, in the summer, which was so fun. So it's just all local goods from our city, boxed up in a wicked little box that we send around to... Yeah, anyone who wants one. So wow. that's now life. We're professional gift boxes now. <laughs> so you're doing that now as well as music? you got a whole new business yeah. on the yeah, side. Doing I it. love that. Literally, as I speak, there are a ton of boxes surrounding me and my laptop right now. That is um, awesome. Yeah. So it's pretty – I mean, our life has changed a lot, but it's so fun. <laughs> it's like getting to bless our city, getting to have, you know, brilliant – communication and just connection with different small businesses around the city getting to know the place getting to Mm. know our people more so it's been actually really beautiful and just a fun thing to do as well we love Mm. we love getting to do it again so that's kind of been our 2020 to be honest it's like lots of rest chaotic starting new things and but it also has been tricky you know it hasn't been easy It's it's been such low moments of course and anxious times but all in all I would say I'm I'm grateful for it
0: yeah it's such a big faith tester too like when you're literally as you said your whole life is just stripped away from you and you're like okay like everything that I used to do every day is not there anymore did you have a point that you were just like okay like I have to just rely on God now like did God kind of step in did you have that moment where you're like
1: all right I surrender like (laughs) what do I do hundred percent I mean we have to we really have to in all all circumstances really um which is always a good thing you know it's always I kind of love those moments when you I mean it's probably weird to say but like I do love those moments when you, you don't you're not really in control and you've noticed how much how little you do have your hands on things or you can make things happen it's like oh wow thank goodness The Lord's in control. Thank goodness that he knows what's best. Thank goodness that he knows the timing of things because for all of us, you know, it's like, oh, what is going on? But there definitely was so many moments like, Lord, wow, what's in our hands? What can we do? What can we, you know, we trust you with this. You know, who can we connect with or what do you want us to do in this season? Do you want us to rest? Okay, we're going to rest. Do you want us to do this? Okay, we're going to, you know. um, And just simply yeah being in the quiet too it's been our lives been so busy so just to be in the quiet we've got too it's just so you know always special so yeah def- there's definitely been
0: so many moments <laughs> like wow yeah and he's still be- hey like it's still going it's not over <laughs> like okay. we're always gonna have to just like step back and go okay
1: god <laughs> um, we've got no control and he's the best at it like he knows what's going on he's above it all he's above all fear and all of this you know situation so it's like oh goodness, you're the best person to talk to you know you're the best person that we can turn to and cry out to and you know it's it's, it's amazing isn't it how we serve just a such a brilliant god
0: now, I want to go back to the very start because a lot of people would be familiar with your dad from Delirious, Martin Smith. What was it like for you, like, growing up, being surrounded by musicians all the time and going on tours? Like, what was that like? Oh,
1: honestly, man, it was, like, the fondest memories. I just remember, you know, growing up as a kid, dad being in the studio lots of different people coming in and out the studio and the studio was in our house so it was like it would be dinner time and then you'd like go check on like dad and see what he was doing see what music was being made and saying hello to his mate <laughs> like and then we'd go away a lot we would tour you know every year we would tour for a month in the states um literally all throughout my childhood and then so the different events that we'd go to and that would all turn up at and the, the really special thing about that time was delirious is formed you know five guys but all of them are my uncles apart from one like blood uncles so all their kids would come on tour so literally five big families we would go over to the states and tour and you know it just felt just like heaven you're just having constant sleepovers with you know, on bunk beds, on tour buses with your cousins and your, you know, because it was America too, which was so fun. You'd rock up to like catering. It's like donuts and, you know, donuts for breakfast. You're like, oh my gosh. this is Junk food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like, they have sugar. We we went to
0: America and all their bread is like sugar bread. Like every, it's oh in yeah. everything. <laughs> it's, totally. it's like
1: was <laughs> such a big shock to us. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Same for us. And so as kids, like, oh my gosh, are we in like Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> <laughs> Is this real? So, but honestly, it was just so amazing just to grow up in an atmosphere um where God's presence was so welcomed. You know, night after night, hearing worship, hearing um Dad sing songs of truth, and the band play, and getting to meet so many different people. Um. It, honestly, I, I really do I can't believe that was part of my life. Now now I'm an adult and I'm older. I look back at those times like, Wow, we got to do that. We got to travel. We got to um see God do so many amazing things at such a young age. Like what my eyes saw as like a six year old, what my ears heard as an eight year old, you know, I I can't ever forget that. I can't ever just erase that from my memory. It was so Um, significant for me and I think just for my faith as well, growing up as kids, I just had no doubt, I just didn't have any doubt about God, I was just like I know you're real, I know that you can heal I know that you can do amazing things, I know that you can transform a room that people can get out of their wheelchairs and people you know, so it was such a beautiful time because I just felt my eyes were widened from such a young age, so yeah very grateful, honestly. But it was tricky too, dabbing away a lot. Like that was nice when he we were to be with him and all the whole family. But I remember being so sad every time like the suitcase came back out and he was like out the door and, you know, say goodbye to us before school and I'm the eldest of six kids too. So mum was like raising all of us at home with a you know, a travelling husband and I mean, it must have been so chaotic for her, and I know it was, and so tough, so we really have to come together as kids as siblings, you know and um at which I can now see is what we did, and the fruit of that is now we're just best friends, and we get you know we're so close and get each other, so um yeah, lots of highs and lots of lows, I'd say.
0: Yeah. So, are your siblings all into music as well? Are your whole family
1: musical? They pretty much are. <laughs> yeah, love if, that. How comes cool that? I know it's so fun. You know, some people, some people can sing, but they wouldn't say they could sing. Be like, if we start a choir, I'm sure it would work. <laughs> um, but yeah, drummers, guitar players, singers. Yeah, it's really, it's really piano players, all the things. So. Would you ever do
0: like a a family band, (laughs) or or even or even a song, like record one
1: song together with all of you guys? You never know. Never say never, as Justin Bieber says, you know. But oh, please, can you? (laughs) I would love that. But um, I honestly don't know how. I think we're just being at giggles if we did that
0: so do do you remember like I mean you've grown up in church and you've grown up knowing about Jesus your whole life did you do you remember like a defining moment where you where you said okay I personally want to follow God or do you just did it just kind of happen
1: it seems so young but I was seven years old and I remember being in my room and just simply kneeling down on the floor and just saying, "Jesus, would you come into my life? Like, please, would you be my Lord and Savior? Like, I want to be your friend. I want, um, I, yeah, I, I want you to be in my life." And just crying, 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 crying. And it seems so young, you know. I know seven-year-olds now. Like, wow, like that was me. But I remember it so clearly, and it was such a beautiful moment. And I think because I'd been exposed to so much and um, seeing, I was like, I really want this for myself. I want to have a relationship. And as um, my mum and dad were always so encouraging with, you know, we've got our faith, guys, but you need to find Jesus for yourself. Like, you can't just hang on our faith. You've got to know him for yourself and have your own relationship. So I always knew, uh, you know, I would love that for myself. So definitely that. And then when I was 13, being filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time or or what I, what I could feel, you know, just really tangible Holy Spirit moment um, and just simply saying, God, like, just show me that you're real I want to know that you're um, like, show me again almost, like, I, I've seen all these things, but I think at that age you know, get, being at school and just lots of people saying different things and um, I was like the only Christian in my school too, and so that was like such a beautiful moment, just been at the back of one of like an event, and just, just, and he just so showed up as he always does, and I just I was like, "Cool,
0: I'm so in, like I'm all in it." So, did you do you remember a time when you, because you obviously you've had music in your blood since you were so young? Did you always want to get into music and do your own music, or was this did God kind of call you to a different path than what you originally thought, or how did you get into writing your own stuff and being a musician?
1: Yeah, do you know what? I really didn't want to do this. <laughs> I really, want. really? Like, I never had a, like a kid dream to be a worship leader, a singer, or write my own music. Like, honestly, it just really wasn't on my radar. I just didn't have the desire. I, um, you know, I've always loved music and there's like videos of like me as a toddler, just so chubby spinning around singing darling songs you know just out you know I've always loved worship I love singing and being with people and you know I always love church so I think I've always known that but then I never would want anyone to hear me sing I was like I don't want anyone to know you know in school there'd be like school talent shows and all these things I'm, like, I'm never doing that I'm never you know yeah I I would hate the stage and like I didn't like microphones I was like oh my gosh this is just terrifying I would never do that so no one really knew that I would could really sing even at school until I was like leaving school <laughs>
0: <laughs> then Wow and they're like, Whoa, Ellie,
1: no, you have been hiding this from us all this time. Oh no, honestly, I was just so nervous. It was just like one teacher does that, was like, I just wanna sing at this thing. I was like, Oh, if I have to and like learn how to harmise, do this one thing. But honestly it was like so much encouragement from people in my life that really um I guess pushed me and just opened my eyes to it all. But you know, growing up in a really musical family I just loved watching dad and I loved you know seeing him do his thing and mum doing her thing just bossing it it as a mother and I was just like oh you know I don't know what I really want to do I know I want to do something creative and with people and um, I want to tell people about God like I want to do something (laughs) so uh, I thought oh dad's done the music thing he's you know killed it (laughs) he you know, tour the world. That would be amazing. Maybe one day. You never know. Because I loved tour. That was my thing. I, I loved the tour buses. Like, I remember, like, if I could ever do just a one tour, not even for my music, just to be on someone else's tour. I was <laughs> like, I just want to be on a tour bus again. Um <laughs> Be a righty. <laughs> literally, I'll do anything, honestly. <laughs> um, but I thought, so I did photography for a long time. I Start my own business, and I thought this is what I'm going to do. I' would be a photographer, and um, so we'd do like weddings and engagements and family stuff and portraits and like, yeah, so like after college, I did that and just thought this is what I'm going to do. it's great. I'm a home girl, I love being at home. This is great for me. I can just you know not travel as much and just do this um and serve at church and be part of the youth group and blah 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 um and so but the lord had other other things planned so um also doing photography stuff dad needed a keys player because what his keys player got pregnant so i jumped in but i didn't even really know how to play keys it was complete like god let's just do this like a bit of fun and i was terrified of playing keys and he was like let's just do a bit of BBs and some keys i was like oh my god but it was his dad, so I was like, this is going to be fine. So we, you know, did a bit of touring with his band and blah, blah, blah. And so even that, just seeing the world again and traveling, I was like, wow, this is so amazing. But again, never thought I'd do my own thing until 2017. We're at an event in America. Sorry, it's just such a long story, but I'm going. Now. <laughs> I'm trying. No, it's good. It's, it's good. Um, but yeah, we're at this event in America and it was called the outcry tour so loads of different artists coming up and you know leaving blah 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 dad was one of those people you know and then i've been in these environments a thousand times in my life church events, you know music things worship nights but this night was so different and i just remember dad really encouraging me else why don't you just go stand at the back of the the arena and just um watch it you know just take it all in and so normally we kind of be oh, yeah. like side stage or coming kind of near the front or you know and the sound's never good near the front anyway So like, guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes my
0: husband's an audio guy so oh, really? <laughs> I totally relate
1: yeah <laughs> I love that so but I did oh, I, I stood it. back with all my siblings and my fiance at the time but um I just took it all in and there was um one artist that one female artist that came up and she started singing, and the whole atmosphere was just, like, so electric. And um, I really felt the presence of God, like, so strong. I was crying, crying, crying. And I just remember the Lord so clearly saying, Els, you're going to do this. It's not going to be this. You're not going to write these sort of songs, and these people probably won't, you know, come to the shows. But, like, trust me. Like, watch what I do. Because I'm going to lead you into something like this. And I was just so confused. I was so confused because like, but God, like, I've never wanted to do this. I've never really wanted to be on the stage. Or you know, I'm still I lose my voice singing like every three days. Like I just don't feel um, equipped for this. I don't feel ready to you know lead people almost. Blah blah blah. But he's so kind, isn't he? And just so you know, gathered a team around me and amazing, encouraging husband and. Just honestly, from that moment, doors just like opened left, right, and center. Um, chatting with labels and teams and writing different songs and people. It was just like crazy. All at the time that we were just about to get married too, so it was like planning a wedding and then like doing all these phone calls and meetings and so honestly, it was all the Lord because I literally did not almost anything I didn't push a door it was all the Lord and so grateful to that because it just felt like no striving like I was I felt so fearful I felt like I didn't want to show anyone any like song ideas <laughs> but he was being so kind of just you know gathering a good team gathering um just amazing people and just and in, within myself too just like confidence and belief that I do have something to say, I do have songs that I want to sing over people, I do have um a vision, I do I can see things, I can see like my shows, I can see the future. Um, but it, it was all the Lord. Honestly, honestly, honestly. It is um yeah, all him.
0: You know, it's a god thing when you don't do, you don't need to do anything, and doors just start opening, and you're like, "All right, I guess I'll just keep walking through this door and see what's next behind the next door." And totally, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so
1: cool. But now I'm like, I love what I do. I can't believe I get to do this. Um, so yeah, such a flip. <laughs> Never wanted to do this. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such an honor.
0: I love that, and your album came out. Last year, Lost in Wonder, yes. right in the middle of COVID <laughs> 2020. How was that,
1: like, recording and writing and putting all that together? Yeah, oh, my gosh, so fun. Such a new experience for me because I'd never put music out before. So it was so um, exciting, you know, what's the look going to be and photos and fonts. Like, what does Ellie Land Bear um, you Know how did she want to come across? What does you know, her tone, blah blah blah, all this stuff that I'd never really seen. Um, and the music, what music will she write? What, um, is it gonna be you know, poppy? Is it gonna be more worshipy? Is it you know, all these things that I didn't know until I started writing, until I, until I started dreaming about it, you know. Um, but the writing process really started quite soon, to be honest, as soon as like chatting with labels and stuff. Um, it was kind of get-go doing different writing trips and blah 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 which is so fun Um and so there was just so many songs to choose from for this album and you know everything everyone was like special and everyone so it was kind of amazing that everything was done and recorded and written all before COVID so everything was done probably a few months in advance so well, you know, photo shoots and – which I actually – the cover was um, shot, all the photos were shot in Sydney, Australia, would you believe it? Really? Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so the album cover, that was on a – I don't know. I can't even remember what beach it was, but it was in Sydney. Um, but, yeah, all of them. And I uh, want to go back and have a look now. Yeah. Yeah, you might, you might notice some. But I have a friend who lives in Sydney from the U.K., um, we actually went to school together for like ten years. So <laughs> we were like, let's just do a photo shoot and then it ended up that those are the photos the album, which is pretty cool. But um but yeah, it was so fun, honestly, just like writing this and just kind of getting to know like oh, what does Ellie think about this line, just you know, do we need to change it? Blah, blah, blah But it was a really great process and you know, collating all the songs. Um and just knowing that oh you know, this is these are the songs that need to be on this album, and then maybe the you know the other ones that we wrote will go on another thing. But no, it was honestly so fun. I really, really, really enjoyed the whole process.
0: So cool, and we are loving listening to it. We play your track "What Love Looks Like" a lot on Vision One Hundred and Eighty. It's very popular. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you for playing
1: it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. Oh, it's so kind um yeah what love looks like so this song gosh it i don't know probably years maybe three years ago um it was one of like my very first writing sessions actually and so i was kind of you know whole new you know sort of the writing thing anyway um but this song i really like the song it's kind of i guess all about um real love and what love does look like as the title says but i love that verse where it's just like um i'm gonna forget the verse now but it's in is it like one john four um that we get to love because he first loved us you know like we get to love on others because he is love and we you know he first loved us and i just think um in this day and age love can be you know, translated so many different things and, you know, I love you, blah, 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 you're the love of my life or, you know, this is this is what love is or this is what love looks like and I think... Mm, it's like a throwaway line. a throwaway line and I just really wanted to write a song to be like, no, 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 just to let you know this is what love looks like, like the real, you know, Jesus dying on the cross, the most lavish um, exceptional expression of love that will ever be told, that it will ever exist and that love is for you and you have access to that love you you know it's not just a petty thing it's not just a um i don't know a seasonal thing but this is like constant this love it's like eternal and it's real and um it kind of cuts through everything else so but so that's kind of what lo- what love looks like is all about i wanted to really just get get across just like oh in case you've forgotten what love does look like this is you know if if you just look at jesus dying on the cross for you that's what it is you know if someone did die for you um and but the production i guess it is kind of quite groovy, so going along with like (laughs) that sort of serious you know message i wanted also joy to be in that too to be like oh no love is you know beautiful it's so wide <laughs> up and um, so get a bit of groove in there too
0: <laughs> Love it, love the groove <laughs> <laughs> and one more song can I ask you about um, your song Call On Your Name I just watched the film clip for it and it's like so powerful I love it, can you tell us a bit about that one as well?
1: Yeah absolutely so calling Your Name that song is really all about my fear of the dark and even now as a it- even as an adult, you know, I get quite fearful of the dark and the night, and there've been so many times um, where I've just been so almost paralysed by fear of the dark or the night, or just been waking up at night and um, feeling like I can't, I can't move. I don't, you know, feeling like even stuffed in my room, you know, just I felt so fearful. So, um, but in those moments the only thing that I could really do was call call on the name of Jesus, simply say his name and sing it or say it. You know, in those moments, I don't have the energy or the space of mind to like say an elaborate prayer or to say, you know, this long-winded monologue or sometimes all you can say is the name of Jesus and call on his name. And whenever that happens, whenever you call on the name of Jesus, things do shift. The name of Jesus is so powerful and um, so much depth and it's so beautiful and, you know, it's the name above all names and I think we can so easily look past that. His name, you know, we we hear it all the time but in times of trouble and panic or worry or fear or even joy and delight, you know, when we call on the name of Jesus, things change and we can't forget that. Um, so this song, Calling Your Name, is really all about that. You know, the first line, it says, I know your silence is not your absence because you move. Um, wow, I've even forgotten my own lyrics. Move beyond the limits of time. Is that what it is? <laughs> Who knows? Um, but sometimes we can feel, you know, the silence of God, the silence of his voice or just, uh, are you even there? Are you even listening to me? You know, um, but his presence is there like even though he may not speak or even though like when we call in the name of jesus just like the presence he's close he wants to help he wants to be um close to us so i think yeah it's just a reminder of this song of keep calling on the name of jesus in whatever situation you know may that be our first kind of point of call um in all scenarios i guess and uh, yeah, that's what it's all about,
0: really, calling me And I could talk to you all night, <laughs> all day. You're like, you're so inspiring to chat to. But I know we should wrap it up. So what is next for Ellie Limebear? You said you're doing maybe a few writing sessions with your dad. Maybe you got some songs left over. Are we going to have a new album anytime soon? Can you give us some insight? Oh, that's a
1: great question. If you could tell me now, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, honestly, it's... um. Because stuff here is still like, seriously, you still want to rap. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, we don't really know um, when we can travel again or um, all that sort of thing. So doing different events and even singing in church, like we still can't sing in church. We can go to a service, but we have to wear masks really? and we can't sing. So Oh, you poor! I feel so sorry for you. That's crazy. I know. It's, it is weird. But you can belt it at home, you know there's there's no rules of that <laughs> belt it, yeah, belt it in your living room and sing sing as loud as you want um but so it still feels like quite um we're in that season of just you know lockdown, so I'm just focusing on writing at the moment, just every day writing with different people, and what's so fun, do you know what I've loved about this season? where you can't be in a room with people and you can't go over to people's homes is the fact with zoom like praise the lord for zoom can we just oh
0: i know what, what would we do without Zoom? you know just
1: it's been so amazing the people that i've always wanted to write with and um you know never in the same country or times don't work but just just simply send a zoom link to be like okay should we write and then you get to write and you know, all different time zones in Australia and South Africa and Houston and all these different people that I've been able to write with because of this and everyone's been at home. So that has been such a treasure for me and so grateful for that, that I could write with, you know, so many different brilliant people and still be at home in my slippers, you know?
0: <laughs> Dude, you're going to have, like, three albums worth of music by the time lockdown's
1: over. Oh, my God. <laughs> do do a Taylor Swift, just, like, do an album after
0: album. <laughs> yes, just drop a <laughs> random album. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm really enjoying just writing and, yeah, seeing
0: seeing what happens really yeah oh we're so excited to see what happens and what's next for ellie thank you so much for joining us on the show and having a chat it's been a real pleasure
1: yes absolutely oh thank you so much for chatting now take
0: care thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from vision christian media to find out more about us go to vision.org.au